It's time for the Team Bear Sports Podcast. Tim Jackson, Kevin. Uh, after a week, this is week four. We're talking on the Bears lose to the New York Giants, twenty to twelve, making the Bears two and two on the season. And I think, I think if you would have said, "Oh, the Bears at this point in the season would be two and two, you'd be like, "Okay, that's that's okay. We might have expected that, or some people might have been happy with two and two." But this last game, Tim Jackson, this was just a hard one to watch, which is going to be a theme I feel like for all Bears games. Um, so what do you want, where should we start out? Should it, should it be the bootlegs that we don't know how to cover? Should it be Justin Fields getting blown up, the coaching, not calling plays that we think are beneficial to our quarterback? How should we start this out? Should we start with the offense? The defense is, I mean, don't, people forget about how bad the defense was. Oh yeah. Because the offense has just been historically bad. I mean, Eddie Jackson (laughs) interception could like distract you for a while but first yeah. time he's had an interception and the bears have lost the game he's the only he was the only bright spot of of sunday uh well and uh the kicker that we brought up from the street and then and then <laughs> caught him said hey thanks for the points now get out of town yeah thanks man Th- thanks for being our only offense yeah i was watching this game in yuma with um my brother-in-law, who's not a big football fan, like he likes the Cowboys, but he doesn't really care. He watches soccer. So, man, was it crazy to watch this at a sports bar and just try to explain to him, yeah, this guy that's kicking field goals for us that has all of our points wasn't even on the team, wasn't on an NFL team yesterday. So your brother-in-law is probably like, wow, this guy must be like an all-star. He's just, <laughs> he's getting all the points, doesn't miss uh something like that more uh, more like uh would this ever happen in in soccer i don't think so some guy off the street hey you haven't you haven't played professionally in over a year you want to hop on the pitch dude but, I, I don't know where to start yeah so where do you want to start you said offense jackson what what should we talk about should we talk about the offensive line fields mooney well, making a great let's, catch having let's go with fields game? first let's go with fields first so i don't think Fields played as bad as he did Green Bay. And uh, who did we Houston. play last week? Houston. It, it, Houston. It, it's, it's all kind of like. They're all. It's, like, for, it's all it, like I, merged in like one big game. If it wasn't for the. Ra- if it wasn't for the rainstorm, I feel like all three games would be forgettable about the yeah. Bears season yeah. before week four. It's kind of like similar plays. Fields running around for his life. Tries to do like a weird pass. No one catches the ball. Running around for his life. And then there's like an open wide receiver. Doesn't hit the wide receiver. Um, I think the offense is kind of like everyone's fault, to be honest with you. And like, I think it's easy. It's easy to blame the coaching staff. But it's also easy to blame the offensive line. It's easy to blame fields. It's like a perfect storm of just. I think besides, like, Eddie Jackson, like I said, I think it was an entire team loss besides the guy besides the guy who's not on our team anymore because he, <laughs> because he wasn't on the team again. I'm going to who I'm also going to give a game ball to. 
is uh, Tevin Jenkins. No pressures allowed. Didn't get beat on the play. Had to come in. But he's, he's still subbing in with Lucas Patrick yeah, for, yeah. But for some reason. He's the only one on the offensive line who didn't, like, give up a pressure. Mooney did well uh, for the balls that were thrown to him. Yeah, no. Uh, but that's it. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I just don't get it. I, I, or I do get it. I mean, we were, we were sitting here talking in April and in May and in June about where the hell are these free agents that we're going to get. And I, I'm sure we're going to talk about our defensive line and how, you know, uh, it would be nice to have a three technique that we didn't get. But this was the game, uh, officially, this was the game where all of our questions on our offensive line, we haven't had that many the first couple of uh, weeks because it's all focused on fields and we were able to run the ball. This was just a travesty offensive line. Just awful. Yeah, I, I thought Herbert did okay that last week. Like they were they were trying to run the ball, but like they obviously didn't scheme well. Um, this game I mean, made that Thibodeau game. guy look like that's the greatest pick of all time. I know. That he was <laughs> everywhere. He was everywhere, man. He's he, good for him. This was like the first game. Sure, pass blocking is just awful. It's been this like was like the week one though. This was like the first game. Like I know that the Bears weren't like booming on offense in any other of the other games, but this was the first one where I was like, okay, maybe that like lack of weapons, lack of lack of skill on our team is actually real and not just like fab- Pettis, fabricated yeah. storylines for the media. Like we don't not, have that good players on not, both not sides. Of the ball. You gotta catch that fucking ball. You gotta help your quarterback. Yeah, that, who was that? Who was that one too? That was to Pettis. Yeah, it was to Pettis. Yeah, it's like they had that, and then like you're seeing, you know, not not top tier defensive linemen get crazy pressure on Fields. So like you give Fields the pass on some of these things, and then you see him like, you watch the the tape back and his highlights, and he's like got guys open and that he's yeah, not throwing he had, the ball. Yeah, to. he had Mooney like right down the seam on the like he would have stepped up or like it was one play where he decided to like run too early instead of staying in the pocket, and he had. He had Mooney like right open on the scene. It would have been well, like and like I said in the touchdown. like and I said in the group chat on Sunday, like the, our best offensive player is whatever defensive player hits Fields after the play when he's sliding. Like that's that's our biggest plays <laughs> of the offensive. I mean, other than that, maybe that Mooney throw, but it's like oh Fields is running. Oh, he gets hit. We get 15 yards after that. Yeah, All right, big I, offensive I, play. Big I offensive said that, play. I said that at, at a bar. He's cr- it's crazy because he like, never got those calls, and now third, he gets those calls. Third and goal, you know, or third down, our, our best third down play yeah. is get a penalty. Yeah, they just draw <laughs> that up. All right, draw a penalty. Take a pass play. You're gonna run and talk, and then just get laid out, Justin. Make yeah. sure you slide. That's the one thing about Justin, man. Like, he, I know that was a knock on him at Ohio State, but you know, like that's the thing when you're watching college ball. The game is just so much more different, so much faster than in, in the NFL. But like, oh yeah, he holds on the ball, not a big deal. You go to you hold the ball in the NFL, man. You're like a sitting target. It's it's like, more and more noticeable so, now to me. Like, yes, hundred percent. It might not be more. Um, it might not happen as often, but like when he does it, you're like, oh my god! Like you got to get rid of the ball. Right. Like if it's, if it's four or five plays, it's like these plays, like you know, are going to end up either in a pick or just something bad's going to happen. 
Well, remember in the preseason, um, we had a topic about a, a certain Sam Mustafer who on PFF had a grade of like a 20 or something, Kev, and you were hooting and hollering, you were laughing, you were saying, wow, I really got to watch this guy in the next preseason game because I got to see what 20 PFF <laughs> rated looks like. Well, Kev, you got That's, what you, you was got. He, was he 20? Was he 20 or was he worse than 20? You I got your like, wish. He I was 39.3 and a 1.5 pass blocking rate. <laughs> 1.5. I don't think you could, like, I obviously I know you could get worse than that because you can get, a, you know, a 0.5 or a 1. I don't think that that's ever happened, a 1.5. We should have known as soon as like that was that Sunday night football where like they showed his picture and are like that's what he looks like. I never knew that. <laughs> and he was he like, he was, like guy. he was leaning back or something, and he was just like Sam Mustafer. Yeah, just like what is this guy doing? <laughs> How is this guy a professional athlete? He like fell over a couple times. There was one play where they did a, you know a. Couple line stunts followed him by a, like a, a late blitz. He missed both both blocks. Like he didn't even touch anybody. That's what I'm saying. He it, it was a complete even, lookout block. It didn't <laughs> like, even look like he got his ass beat. Like I'll give I'd give a guy somewhat a credit if like you were going up against like a really good defensive tackle and he was and the defensive tackle was just kicking your ass all yeah. game. This wasn't even happening. He like wasn't going said. against Reggie White. Yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is exactly Jackson, as you just said. Like, there's. I'm like, I might be crazy, or I legitimately think he didn't block either one of those guys. <laughs> there was one play he didn't. There was one play where Mustaford gets beat on his inside shoulder, right, and then Jenkins hits his guy and has to cover <laughs> Mustaford's guy. Like, what do you it think was he's a great eight? play by Jenkins, but it should have never happened. Do you think Mustafer's just like ah, Khalil's got me. He's got my back, or if it was David back. <laughs> that's, eh, that's David's all, got my that's back. That's also unfair to Khalil, Khalil Herbert because he's got his own responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Sam Mustafer needs like his dad behind him, telling him each plate. Point to the guy you're blocking. Point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Third grade football. You're blocking eighty-one. You're blocking eighty-one. <laughs> They need to like they, before the play. They need to like put like a post-it note on the guy across from that he's got a block. Like pink, pink square. That's your guy, Sam. If you put if you put a if you put a rubber tire there. I remember doing that in Pee Wee football like the first year. Point to your guy. Point to your guy. Yeah. Oh, only dude. thing that's worse. The only thing that was worse was getting the 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 snap count down. Like, it was impossible for any team to go on two, right? Everyone can go on one. They can go on set. They can go on three. They can go on four. We can do a silent count. But if you did two, oh, everyone's jumped. Everyone's false starting. No one can go on two. But two. And it wasn't and, – and on two, it wasn't, like, one or two guys. It was, like, five guys jumping. Like the entire offensive line yeah. and the one. If you had a team that like could coordinate like going on a two count, like you won the game oh, because you're you all it. offsides. You win it. <laughs> like yeah, we only ran like four plays. We just had the other team was going offsides. The the time. That's the point. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you. We mentioned it because uh, we'll we'll. T- I mean, I closing thoughts on the offensive line. Just terrible. Um, and 
you it's didn't only put get worse. It's you didn't put any worse. resources. Yeah, this is the this is the New York Giants. This isn't a a world beater defense. Thank God that it was raining versus the 49ers because what what would have Nick like true Nick Bosa done to this? I mean, you saw him on you saw him yesterday on Monday. What he did to? Did he have a big, yeah. Have a big game? Oh yeah, he. Oh yeah. Yeah. He has He's like one league. Yeah. yeah. Scary thing. You got Mike Parsons in three weeks, and oh. how he designs his own. He basically does his own blitzes. He's gonna line up right in front of Mustafer to make him point to him and be like. I have to block you, and he's gonna run him over. I, I, it'd be a good strategy against the Bears, putting your defensive end over the center <laughs> and just <laughs> put your best athlete. Not even your best athlete. Just a, just put a guy there. It doesn't even have to be. We'll be the, <laughs> we'll be the first offense that has to put our two tight ends behind the guards. Can we have three fullbacks in at one time? But and the thing that does that blows my mind. Just last thing I'll say about Sam Mustafer is like it's not like he was uh, some like seventh round pick from like Wichita State or whatever. He went to Notre Dame. And that's the thing we have a seventh, we have like a sixth round or fifth round draft pick playing the like defensive. Yeah, from Utah State Southern, or South Utah. South Utah, like and, like they they were an FCS team, but they were like a one in nine FCS team. It's like he was coming up from like South Dakota State. And yeah, you knew he was bad. You knew you. Everyone knew he was bad last year. I get that we're hurt and Lucas Patrick can't snap, but like this is where the cracks in the uh, the Ryan Poles regime. I'm not saying run him out of town. I get that he's inheriting a pace NFL team, which is what we're seeing. And anyone who wanted Ryan Pace still on the team, you're crazy. But like you knew this was a problem, and all you brought in was Lucas Patrick, and and like like Leatherwood for a guard who can't even like start yet. Like we needed a lot more, and then what? Nikhil Harry, so just like all your things that you brought in that we were all like going, oh shit, this isn't. I don't think this is gonna work out. And he kept going, it doesn't matter. Don't worry, it'll work. It'll work. It it isn't working. And it's, I don't see it, it getting any better. I think there was a really good line in the game that both these teams have such a small window to win. And, like, or the sm- I'm sorry, not window, excuse me, um, margin to win and to lose, right? Like, everything for the Bears and even the Giants, everything has to go right, right? It, it, if there's one issue, if there's a bad turnover, like, or if you get a bunch of penalties or, like, your offensive line can't block, but also your defense can't stop the run, you're going to lose that game. Like, it's not like... How many times have we seen, like, the Patriots in years past or the Packers play not, like, a great game, but they still found a way to win it? The Bears can't do that. They don't have that backup talent. You, you can, yeah, you can do that if you have talent. When you just got guys out there, it's hard. It's very hard the to do. The only way we did it was in a monsoon and then versus a, re- versus a really bad Texans team. Yeah, a, a, good ana- a good analogy that I just thought of, Tim, for your, like, uh, explanation of how, like, Poles has assembled, like, the offensive line and just people on this team in general is like, you know, like those um, things you can buy where it's like, Oh, it's a, it's a gold bar of uh, sand. There might be real gold inside or it could be rocks, you know, like yeah. one in 20, one in 20 chance for real gold to be inside. I feel like that's what he did with all these free agents. Oh, I'm going to buy 30 of these and maybe one of them's gold, but they're all just 
rocks that's on the inside. And I don't even I'm, think I don't even think he got that many. What I'm trying to I'll, I'm almost trying to say he should have done even more. Then if you're if if we're gonna wade through the rocks like you just said, Kev, I need more of those more packages. Rocks. Yeah, because there's there really hasn't been any hits. I I, I don't. Well, the one bad play the offensive line did have, there was two that, I mean, there was a lot, but, like, two frustrating ones was Braxton Jones had a really bad false start, you know, like an untimely false start. And, like, that was the one thing, like, the offensive line, like, they haven't been getting a lot of penalties like they did last year. And the other one that drove me nuts was when Fields lost, when he got smoked, fumbled the ball, and they all just stood there looking for it. It was just like... It was just like no urgency or hustle. No. And I, I guess let's – I can cap off the offense with this uh, because we can talk about how bad the offensive line is. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to give up on Cole Komet 100%. Oh, he looks – he's a deer in the headlights, and that's an insult to deer in the headlights. And this, I, is, this is year three, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it's done. I think the goose is cooked. Uh, he He's just looks bad. This year. But he doesn't look good. And I understand like some of the balls that he got yesterday were were like or I mean on Sunday were like you know, but he just looks terrible. And I hope maybe he's listening to this and wakes up or something. I don't know. But there was one play that <clears throat> there's been one play from him the last two weeks where I'm just like, why isn't this this is what I need from the tight end where Picks up the third down on like a a third and our only third down conversion in the entire game, a third and seven, and you're just like this is this should be what our our young quarterback has been doing this entire time, having a safety blanket at tight end, and Cole Komet's not it. He can't catch and he can't block. So which what can he do? He, he just looks lost, right? And especially like, all right. So I, you know, watching like the Sunday night game, and obviously Travis Kelsey is probably gonna be a Hall of Famer. Right, I think we can all agree on that. There are so many times where it's like a third and five, and you're like, you know who they're going to, right? Tampa knows who they're going to. You can't stop it. And like as many times as Mahomes runs around, you know, go back and forth and scramble around, throw the ball whichever way, Kelsey is still able, has like such good awareness to know where Mahomes wants to go with it to help him out, right? And I think that's one of the biggest problems I have with the wide receiver staff and, and technically the tight ends too, is they don't allow themselves to get open and they don't help fields like on scramble drill, right? Which was frustrating because week one, they did a scramble drill, Pettis gets wide open for a touchdown. And then after that, they're like, hey, you know fields likes to run, get back to him so he can make a throw. At what point do you think that they should just like – I mean, I I know that they're probably not going to give up on Cole Komet because they have him on the rookie deal. You know, hopefully that they can build him up or whatever. But like, you got all these other tight ends. I know there's some injuries, but like, who uh, number eighty four? I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But then you got that's, like that's the issue. They're not good either. Yeah, but oh you, no no I give him a try. You got to use him. I mean, like O'Shaughnessy is he still is he hurt? For the love of God, do not draft another one. And just that's what we should go spend money on. One of the things that we, one of the many things we should spend money on next year with the, the cap is just we should be that team from now on. Just we buy tight ends, like we don't we don't draft them. I mean, it was nice. It was nice when they had Martellus Bennett. It was that was nice to have. No, just get you can you can find 
tight ends, but just yeah, and especially like the fact that he was Kolkabet was our like quote unquote first round pick in that draft. Oh, I hated that pick. Yeah, so you're, and you know that was just I in hindsight that was probably just polls like oh draft the hometown kid Notre Dame like just to, like popular pick like people aren't gonna be mad at this pick in the in the, the Bears uh in the Bears fandom but. Yeah, it's not good. Like, just keep throwing out the multiple tight ends you got there. Give someone a shot. Maybe someone blossoms. Because you're right. And the thing that, the thing is, and you guys know how I feel about, like, athletes who, like, do things when, like, they are either injured, or, like, they should be rehabbing, or they stink and they should be working on something. Like, Tariq Cohen, why are you video game streaming when you're hurt? Or, you know, you should be doing this to get back. Uh, you guys probably don't see this, but, you know, Cole Komet is in a commercial here in Chicago? No. Yeah. He did a Darwin Furniture, like, bachelor, like, passing out the roses to the mattress that he likes. He's going to be moving furniture soon. Yeah. I was just like, dude, out of all people in the Chicago sports, you should not be wasting any time, like, recording commercials for Darwin Furniture. Uh, you need to go to the jugs machine, hit the weight room. I know he went to Titan University with... George Kittle, who I think is overrated, but also with uh, who else? Travis Kelsey and all them. It's I like, take you gotta, George Kittle in a second right now. I think I think he's overrated personally, but I mean, yes, I would take him too. But he's just got he something's got to change with with Cole because he has not shown that he is NFL caliber tight end at all. I mean, I'm looking now, obviously, because in that second round we we took Komet, and then obviously we took uh, Jalen Johnson, but you know, in that second round, after that Cole Komet pick, I'm looking at guys like Del Pitt on the Browns, Antoine Winfield, um, looking at uh, Jalen Hurts, Chase Claypool, a lot of NFL players that we, you know, Trayvon Diggs, like a lot of NFL studs right now that were in that second round, that, and you took Cole Komet. And it's, it's like the same thing. And I, I just watching these uh, Cardinal games, they have – um, Zach Ertz, and then they drafted this guy Trey McBride, and he 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 looks okay, but he literally has not been hurt, and he had his first NFL catch in the second half of the game yesterday or on Sunday, and I was just like, why wouldn't you just? I get that everyone says, oh, tight ends, they take time to develop, but like, you tell me you can't use like a two tight end set and get them the ball, like figure out what they're doing. It, it we've what I guess I'm trying to say is I've already seen enough. I've, I should have known. When I went to Chicago and saw him throw up that baby fumble just because it was a little bit wet against the Cardinals, <laughs> I should have just been like, this guy sucks. That was it. That was that was the uh, smoking gun for you that, Cole, he's, he's not not made it here in Chicago. Never will. I, yeah, I just don't see it. He, he, he just looks lost. I, I, I just – I don't see it. Um, but, yeah, offense, big uh, – Big poo poo. Big poo poo, and he yeah. needs to be the guy because I yeah, Trayvon was... Wesco. Uh, who the hell was that? I saw him catch a, a ball. Uh, <laughs> Jake Tongues, like I get, yeah, like you said, we have these guys that are hurt. So you need to be a guy on this offense and a safety blanket, and you aren't. So, like he, he and, and you think about it too before we go on to talk about the defense. Like he has like he's in like the prime spot for him to like set up a like big contract for him like oh like i gotta 
Like there's no one else to throw to except for me and Mooney. Like I could right. show out this year, get a big contract or like be, at least be in the like talk about it. And here's the but thing about he's not Mooney. doing it. He's he's going to be out of the league. Here's the, I like Mooney, but it's it's kind of right. Like Mooney's not even a true number one receiver either. I don't. I think we were just gassing up because we knew we had nobody else. Uh, I just, I, I guess because we're gonna, like, over, I hate, oh, I we're hate. gonna we're gonna overlook this, and I can't believe we we haven't even talked about this yet. Kev, this old, <laughs> this old man, who we drafted, drops the ball on a oh, punt return. God. What the hell is it? Why isn't that guy playing offense? He did not. Get I, I, I snap right. I think the thing that like blows my mind is like, oh, he just came back from injury, so we're only gonna put him in put at him the most college. dangerous position in football, right. where you could get yeah, either lit up or psycho. Yeah, or in, I know it was a hamstring injury, but like you got to be very explosive to return a punt. Like if you're gonna get it, plant and go. Like I need your hamstring for that. Yeah. So and here's I mean, the thing. I get the controversy over punting it with that three minutes left. I actually think that was a smart call. Of course like, that was the right call. They didn't even have a quarterback. Like, I was at a bar, and people were like, go for it, go for it. Like, first of all, on it was third and two. They couldn't get a third and two play. What makes you think they're going to get fourth and two on their side on their side of the 45? Well, and it right? works. I mean, it, we got them to punt, so it worked. It worked, right? And, like, here's the thing. If you, miss, if you don't get the fourth down, right – on their side of the 45, the game's over, right? It worked. You had three timeouts plus a two-minute warning, and it worked. And then it's like, holy shit, they're going to get the ball back with one timeout and a two-minute war- warning. They need still need to score, and they probably, let's be honest, they weren't yeah. going to, and they weren't going to get a two-point conversion. But we could have held on for a little while longer. But, like, you don't know. And then the guy that you drafted to be this guy just and – and, and I thought the special teams played really well. Until that play, it was like, well, that's over. Well, and you can't even be like, well, you know, he's 21 years old. He's like, it's his first game. Like, he's probably hopped up. Like, no, this guy, he's been around long enough to know what to expect. He was an all pro or what do you call it? Like a all SEC special teams guy at Tennessee. So it's like everyone was so hyped for him to be in. Like, oh, we got another weapon. Let's see what he can do. Immediately, like on the shit list for all Bears fans. And here's the thing. If he catches that ball or just fair catches it, he's probably at, like, the 45-yard line. Yeah, like, it was. we were right, right at the 50-yard line. 50. Yeah. Just, I just don't understand it. You've been sitting on your ass this entire time. You don't know the playbook? Get out there and play for five plays. We need to see this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I just the guy we, we draft a guy who's forty two years old and, and he can't even he can't even play offense. He's like that have you seen the story about that like forty nine year old guy who's playing college football? That's awesome. We should draft yeah. him next year, the third Yeah, round. He, he's probably on Ryan Pohl's uh draft board for next year. I and I don't blame Ryan Poles for a lot like Felt a shitty hand, see, like you can't. Did you really... see the amount of money they're still paying, like Andy Dalton and, and Foles and Khalil Mack and Allen Robinson? Like they're still paying them a lot of money. So. Oh yeah, but still, it's just like, man, you know, I, I, 
I just uh, I, he he could surprise me, and he needs to get on the field because he we needs need to some... do something this week against Minnesota, where you're like, all right, you are absolved of your sin, like we're starting fresh. Get a big third down catch for like 15 yards. Yeah, or just a ca- multiple catches. Like you're that age, you need to start right out of the gate. Yeah, you're you a grizzled vet. Grizzled vets yeah. don't make that right, make that mistake. Thing. Like that was the whole argument. Oh, he's 25. You know, he can, I know he hasn't played a, a lick of. NFL football and like we just said earlier it's like that's a completely different monster but like the maturity level of like a 25 year old in college you'd be like okay you know he's the grizzled vet compared to like the 22 year old rookie yeah like I said if it was like a 22 year old like because he didn't try to fair catch that ball either no oh no he he wanted to make a play I'm sure he wanted to make a play it just it, it has the makings no, the of like a it has the makings of a Kevin White kind of thing where oh, just like 100%. like where just like oh yeah, this guy build. his his first build. yeah his first big like play he drops it and like it just seems like he's that could easily be the fade into obscurity kind <laughs> of thing you know <laughs> I hope not I hope he's electric because God knows we need him it's just like one of those things watch, like comes like a Hall of Famer. In the first podcast we ever do about this guy. This guy sucks. It's like, yeah, it's like one of those Next things. Like, late. if I would have eaten cereal instead of eggs for breakfast that day, he would have he would have made that fair catch, yeah. or he would he would have got it. So, all right, well, let's talk about the defense because oh, the defense was, was just worse. as bad as I think this was worse, or even worse than the offense. It was uh, terrible in the first quarter. Terrible. Oh, the whole yeah. first half. I think the big the biggest thing that I just was like mind boggled is. I know that you are Saquon is their main offensive weapon, but the fact that you give up two boot, play action bootleg touchdowns to Daniel Jones and like it's not even like it was he made a great play or like he jukes him not like the whole defense went to Saquon and the corners like didn't even like turn their head back to see what was going on they just went with the receiver and he was able to just walk in like that was just the most. It was- they Frustrating. Ran, they ran four plays. They literally ran like four plays, just different variations of it, like bootleg, pull the guard. Oh, play action, bootleg the other way, <laughs> pull the guard. Oh, once in a while we're gonna give it to Saquon. Like it was it. They. I heard Alex Brown say this. They ran the offense the Bears should have ran. Bootlegs, play actions. You know, misdirection plays on the line uh, just to hold up the defensive line. I think they have the luxury, though. They know that they're not going to stay. I mean, I'd have to think that that coach knows that they're not going to stay with uh, Danny or Daniel Jones or whatever. So, like, he can get weird with it. You know, I mean, he doesn't have to – like, there's no pressure like the Bears are receiving. Like, oh, my God, we have to do some things to, like, develop fields or, like, we don't know if we're going to keep them. Like, they, I think they – everyone in that building knows that Daniel Jones is, like, done after the year, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, so they can – if Daniel Jones only threw or completed eight passes in a game, I don't think Giants fans would be like, oh, what no, the heck? No, they – yeah, everyone in the, the, the whole organization knows that, like, hey, it's we're just going to do cool – crazy stuff to try to win games where he had two long rushing touchdowns he's quick he's quick he's an athlete he is an athlete i just like yeah i don't know and then just missed tackles i don't think you know i just like i said i i think this entire defense looked bad where the hell is robert quinn where is he we need him 
Do you know how many um, rushing yards the Bears are giving up a game right now? Uh, probably like 200. Uh, You're close. It's 183. It's oh, I was going to guess 180. Yeah. 183. And I guess the amazing thing, they have not given up a second-half touchdown. They're staying in games. I, I, mean, I They make good adjustments. I texted you guys. I'm not obviously. I'm not going to quit on the guy because he, he seems like he has some talent. But Jesus, Kyler Gordon doesn't. Oh. I don't. He feel like I feel like he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He's he's getting used and abused. I get it, like rookie, but the, whatever. But yeah, we've had rookie, that rookie for a full time cornerback. Like he does not come out right. If you watch this, the snap counts uh, where they always post it the next day. He plays a hundred percent of the game. He does not come out. But talk about, like, I feel like he's, like, that sophomore you call up to varsity, you know, and, like, he And you're like, oh, starter. like, he's good, but, like, he's not ready for this level. He's not ready until next year. But you're like, that kid's going to be a stud, but his first year, he's going to get, like, used and abused. And I, mean, I hope and the, I hope that's what it is, but... You man. got, like, this Jalen Jones who should be the guy getting torched, but, man, I... If I were if I were an opposing offense, I'd be like, all right, if we're gonna throw the ball, just figure out where the hell number six is and just throw it over by him. Put your best player on number six and put your best defensive player over Sam Mustafer. Like you shouldn't be, we shouldn't be in a position where Kendall Vildor looks like our best coverage uh, corner, who hasn't and he hasn't played too bad. I'm just saying, no, like he, Vildor's played pretty well. He second half of that game last week, he played awesome. He had a huge tackle on Barkley. Uh, to set up a fourth down play. I'm looking at the the PFFs and I'm seeing Al Quadin Muhammad at towards the top of our thing. I don't get that because that guy looks like he's terrible every time he bit on. He has a sack. He dude, He was the one. He was the one on that le, uh, on our right end or the left edge of the offense that was getting just like you said, Jackson. Do you, do you ever hear about the word contain? I don't think that guy knows what that is. Dude, oh my god, the entire game. They, they literally – and the excuse was, I heard this week, was our linebackers and our linemen were not used to pulling guards. Well, what the fuck? Oh, you mean the thing that happens who all the time? Who said that? I, I, I forget what, who said it. They, one of their excuses was that they're not used to pulling guards. So get used to it then. If, if you are a D-tackle and your guard pulls, right, like – they tell you to like stay on his hip, right? Come up like this, and this is only for a tackle, right? And it's similar to what like if you're playing defensive end. And the problem is, if you're a defensive end and you rush so hard, right? Like what they're gonna do is just let you keep going up, like keep going up field, and then we'll just cut it back in or go around, and then you're out of position, right? And if you pull a guard and you run in misdirection with it. There's no one on that backside to contain, so you're fucked. But you need to stay with your pulling lineman just on his hip and knock it upfield so you're still controlling the line of scrimmage. It, it, it's maddening. And it wasn't even only could, like contain. It was not being able if if the Bears and got into tackle. the back. Yeah, if the Bears got into the backfield to get pressure on on Jones, no one could finish a play. Two plays. That's nobody could finish. There were two plays that stood out the most that changed the tempo of that game. One, Nick Morrow yep, had I was say that. fucking Barkley nine yards behind the line of scrimmage to get off the field on third down, right? You have to get off the field 
on third down when it's in between the 45s, right? Don't let them go for it on fourth and down or put themselves in that situation, especially since it was already like a third and six to begin with. Let's Barkley get out. And you can totally tell that there was no one on that backside. You knew Barkley was going to run. The second play was Roquan Smith not tackling. That was huge. Uh, what's his fucking face? Old man um, Tyrod Taylor. The guy's been in the league for 13 years. Come on. It's not Tyrod Taylor of like eight years ago. Was our, like, wasn't our only sack by Brisker? Um, <laughs> yes. Are, are we out? Yeah. Our defensive line's got to have like, what, two sacks maybe? Which is crazy because we just went from a season where we had the sack leader in Bears I mean, franchise history, and now it's just like, where the hell is this guy? I mean, he used up all of his sacks, obviously, and it's not. And it's not like he had Mac a lot like opposite of him all year last year, where it's like, oh, you can, you know, right. say he was pulling uh, blockers. Like he played a fair amount of games with no Mac. So, but how many times last week, in, in just the entire season so far, where they make a tackle or they're trying to make a tackle and the running back falls forward for another two to three yards? Oh yeah, I, I feel like there was a lot like in the first early. In the first game specifically, there was a lot of gang tackling. Like you saw it, like you noticed it was like people right. pile on. Now I, I don't know if it's what it could be. If it's just like, I don't think that they've like lost faith in the coach or whatever, but uh, it just seemed like that there, it wasn't there like it was week one where you saw people getting on the pile and, you know, could have been because it was a slow game, boring game. But the rain, I want to see more of that. Is, the rain is obviously, they're going to start feeding it. Right. They saw yeah. how the Niners were getting frustrated with it and how they caught up and obviously having the offense score, you know, three touchdowns, they're going to start feeding into it. Yeah. And that's the thing about defense is, like, you have a good defense that can set such a tone on the game because it becomes such like an, like an offense knows if they can't do anything against the defense, the game is over. And, yeah. you know, to be fair to the defense, one, they're not giving up a second-half points. Right, they're keeping the offense in the game, right? So they're making those halftime adjustments. Yeah, they're 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 playing, uh, you know, good defense for if they had an offense that could score points. If they had an offense that could right. score points, they're playing great defense because, like, yeah. hey, like we're giving up, you know, points here and there, but like it's not like we're getting blown out and we need the offense to keep up. They're keeping them in the game. Right. But you just don't have an offense that's able it, to put points on the board. Things, like finishing tackles, making those one-on-one tackles when you need to in the backfield and containing like you can't let daniel jones score two rushing touchdowns on the exact same fucking play you can't yeah when when the second one happened like i was i was with my dad i'm just like it's gonna happen it's happening again like we saw this there exact same play yep they ran it the entire game <laughs> and like i said it, it's not like it was like he made like he made a person miss and like oh so he broke a tackle to get a touchdown right. No one was there. There was like all the safeties and corners. Like no one was looking back at the line of scrimmage to see what was going on. They just blindly turned and followed their receiver. And it's like you got to like have a, some sort of awareness of the ball and like, hey, no one, no one's like, like said pass or whatever it may be. Who knows? He's got to be more more aware than that. It was it was that was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I I just I like I said I really thought the only person that did well, Eddie Jackson. Thank God. Um, 
but I, yeah, the players that we've added as rookies or free agents or this or that or got pulled over from the Colts, I'm just seeing a lot of bums. Underwhelming is the word that I would say. This Everyone's underwhelming. Like, I mean, there's been, obviously, you have, like, your uh, Braxton Jones, like, making good plays. and Braxton, you know, Braxton, Braxton's going to be raw. Yeah, and, like, raw. Brisker is probably the person I'd say I'm probably the most happy with out of the draft picks. Be- yeah, him I being think, a higher. Yeah, I think with Brisker. But he's made some um, plays, too. He's He's got to get better on some tackling. But you can tell the talent is there. Yeah, so it, it, it'll, it'll be interesting. I mean, everything is – it's only week four. And we the fact that we have two wins, it's pretty – I mean, we're five – we have the same record as the Rams, the 49ers. Here, here's the thing. The, the you're Buccaneers. See, you're going to see teams just run the ball. Until they stop yeah, it. they're – the only Giving up 180 yards. Why, why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> the only reason why it's not averaging over 200 is because we get those random t- turnovers. Yeah, which they have, which they really didn't do under the last, you know, few years of the. Nation. The only reason why we've won two games, turnovers. So, well, I, I, well, let's I talk about the Minnesota game then. We're going to predict that teams well, will be running the ball them, on us. Well, I'm starting them in fantasy for both my uh, uh, leagues, so that shows how I feel. <laughs> well, they have Dalvin Cook, who is a little banged up, but I mean, if you're if you're going to have a Guy run for 180 yards. He's he's a good it. candidate. He's pretty it. good. Uh, Jeff, Justin Jefferson is uh, pretty good. Yep, yeah. and uh, just talked about putting uh, your best receiver on uh, Kyler Gordon, so he'll probably have to yeah. match up with him. And Adam Thielen is old reliable. And then, you know, Kirk Cousins, and they're playing at home at noon, so... I mean, I, I, I think we have this as a, a loss on our pick board, but... Nothing has changed my mind. Their defensive line is is pretty good. Um, yeah, Danielle they Hunter. Can, they can stuff the run, so Fields is gonna and and they're gonna put up points, so Fields is gonna have to toss the ball. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna predict that uh, Danielle Hunter and who is the guy? Is it Darius Smith who was on the Packers last year? Yeah. I'm key. They're gonna be all over Fields. Yeah, Braxton Jones is gonna be in for a day. I uh. I don't foresee the Bears scoring more than 14 points in this game, and I think that's hey, a touchdown would be nice. Yeah. Oh no, no, this is going to be field goals and safeties, some some combination of that. Oh, an Iowa, an Iowa way to yeah. do it. Four yeah. field goals and a safety. Actually, if we had four safeties, that'd be pretty. Much. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, it, yeah, that's, that's that's some good fantasy points for the Bears, right? Um, but yeah, I, it's just, it's just a horrible matchup for the bears a team that could run the ball, a team that could score points quickly and, uh, defense that maybe isn't the best defense in the league, but they have guys that could pressure the quarterback and yeah, that's we talked bad recipe. About, we've talked about like how this is like how the Vikings have kind of been building for this, right? Like they're definitely the heir apparent if the Packers, um, You know, if the Packers start slipping, right? Like, I get the Lions are kind of entertaining because they're in every game. And one of my friends who's a Lions fan out here is like, the Lions always cover. And remarkably, they do, but they just never win. The Vikings look like 
much more of a well-rounded team to take on the Packers. Yeah, and but I I totally think that the, the Bears I think that the Bears will lose. Like yeah. I'm a very very much so think that. But like I also in the like back of my head I think like this is like just with the how NFL is and it being a divisional game, it would not surprise me if the Bears somehow won this game off some like. It would surprise crazy. me. I I think it's gonna be a bloodbath. Oh, I think yeah. it's gonna be bloodbath. But like I don't what, think. Yeah. Don't you? Uh, but don't you think like. You wouldn't be like, oh my god, like. That's what I feel like. I divisional feel like... game coming off from London, like. I think the Bears will lose and lose badly, but I would not be shocked if like. Kirk Cousins you know, puts out a stinker they, that Bears you know somehow they win. Sharks, the chum. Uh-huh. The sharks rip everything in half. That's why I feel like it's gonna be like on Sunday. Like it's just gonna be a disaster. <laughs> it's, it's just gonna be like a. I really do think also it's gonna just be <clears throat> brutal. The, our offensive lines could like those. Yeah, I, like <clears throat> I think Justin actually played better in this game. Like you saw the the stats that came out where he wasn't under pressure. He had a quarterback rating of over ninety, um, and this he was like ten for fourteen when he wasn't rushed, or like when he had time in the pocket. And he had, you know, but um, they're gonna just gang up on Braxton or Braxton Jones. And Sam Mustafer. Yeah. And you know Jones, what? The, the offensive lines. The future. I hope Jones is the future because I think it'd be a great story. But he's going to be. The problem is, I'd rather have my corner get beat a lot than my left tackle because my left tackle's getting beat. Someone's getting killed in the backfield. The the offensive line is going to look like those gifts that you see of like Black Friday when like there's a new video game system out oh, where just people just rush flushed. through the door like stampede. That's going to be our offensive line this this Sunday. Well, I, I mean Jenkins has played well. You know, yeah. Jenkins. I think we found something at Jenkins. The problem, you know, it's it's he he should have been starting probably since week week two, I'd say. Um, you put Michael Schofield in at center and you move over um, Lucas Patrick because I you can't put Mustaford out there. Like I'm going to have to call my friends at OSHA and be like, Hey, you got to op- open up a claim against the bears. Yeah. They're, they're uh, purposely, uh, they're purposely putting a work in harm's harm's way. Yeah. His name is Sam Mustaford. OSHA, we're coming for you. Or Sam Mustaford, OSHA's coming for you. I think we tweeted at them last year when the offensive line did really bad. <laughs> hey, maybe they have a claim. It's just taking a while, you know. Yeah. Go, go work slow sometimes. It takes a while, yeah. Well, do you have any score predictions before we, unless we got anything else, we can end the podcast here. But, I mean, I'm, I'm go thinking to, like 41 to, how, I'm going to go even lower, 41 to 10. Jesus Christ. 27, 14. I was going to go like 27-13. It's going to be a sad Sunday, that's for sure. 41-10? I, I mean, are we, getting to the, are, we, are we getting to the point, Kev, where you're going to be in the season and uh, or that maybe you and I are thinking about third quarter, fourth quarter, sitting at home, maybe not necessarily turning off the TV, but starting, to, starting those chores a little earlier. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, – <laughs> You know what? There's some toys on the ground here. I could probably clean those up during this uh, three and out by the Bears. I don't need to see this. I can. 
Ugh. Well, guys, I, I do have uh, some good news. And some hmm. say it's a different type of news. More of an alert. Oh! We have we have oh. bear news. We have a bear alert. This just came in. This is bear alert, bear alert. This is from my sister. Uh, she texted me, it's back. I opened it up, and it's Fat Bear Week, October version, 2022. And boys, there are some fatties in here. Some hot contestants. Ooh, ooh. So, they're, they're going to have different voting throughout the week. There are some... These boys are thick. Let's just say that I will. I'll send this to you guys right. Do you now. have any? Do you have any names? You don't, you don't have to say any weights, but you have any, have any names? Uh, don't got, see any of the names. Don't see any of the names. Uh, we got uh, three thirty-five versus one sixty-four. Oh, it's it's they have they already have their weak matchups. Yeah. Fan, fantasy fat bear. That's the next thing. I might join that league instead of football. Actually, no. I'm gonna take that back. My fantasy football has been going pretty well. So yeah, you're four and zero right now. Four and zero in our Bad in our league, Tuesday. and three and one in my work league. There you go. Then now you could dominate Fat Bear, Fantasy Fat Bear League if it ever comes out. All right, boys. Well, I think that wraps up this episode. We got Fat Bear Tuesday. The Bears are gonna get smoked by the Vikings, and um, Sam Mustafer stinks. I think that's kind of the. Uh, Whole rundown of the show, but Dan Mustaford needs his dad to point out blocks. Please, please, Fields and Cole Komet, please. Just be good. <clears throat> Just I don't know. Do some. Velas, Velas. <laughs> I feel like if you're Cole Komet at this point in your career, like you got to try everything. Like go to the voodoo witch doctor. Like do like. You know, change up your diet. You know, just do something. Like something's not clicking, so you got to try it all. I, I thought of the episode of King of the Hill where they go to John Redcorn's, um, like smoker, mm-hmm. and they can like revision the past to get themselves back normal again. And Cole Komet's in there just sweating it out. You know how he could be good at football? Yeah, I, I mean maybe Aaron Rodgers is onto something with the. Uh... Peyote or whatever he's he's, he's on. Yeah, he's been doing. Yeah, go see what he's up to. Maybe he's got the answers for you, Cole. But because whatever you're doing, you're. I love the meme that's been going around that his hair looks like a rock hopper penguin, and it's true. It does. Not Cole. Can't see that. Aaron yeah, Aaron, Aaron. I can just can't see that. All right, well, boys, we ended here. I think we kind of got everything off our chest from Sunday, and our ex- expectations are pretty low. I think there's for... a lot more I want to talk about, but. No, I'm done. I'm yeah, done. you can only yeah. loathe in misery for so long. But, hey, maybe next maybe next Tuesday we'll be on here saying that the Bears— They say talking about it's supposed to help, but I don't feel any better. No, I feel worse. <laughs> I'd rather just, I'd rather just push these over. feelings down. Push these feelings way down. Uh, well, maybe we'll be happier on, on Tuesday. Maybe the Bears will pull out a win. Maybe. Maybe. It's Fat Bear Week. Maybe that's the only, like, upside I can see. Whoa, Bear. Whoa, Bear. All right, well, that's the Team Bear Sports Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Team Bear out.
Thank you. And go Bears!